1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: It's a Miller Lite Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's Payne and Pendergast. All
0: right, a great, great factoid here. Um, if you uh, if you hate the Colts, what is it? It's 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 a Jeff Saturday factoid. I think you sent this to me yesterday, Seth. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah.
2: I'll let's. The fun thing will be if I remember uh, even what I said, Sometimes I sometimes I see stuff that I know you'll think is interesting, and I it barely registers, and okay. I send it off. Okay. So it's news to me uh, once again.
0: Um, Jeff Saturday factoid. This is from at Zach Hicks two on Twitter. Since 2010, there have been nine interim head coaches that have coached six or more games in a single season, okay? Nine interim head coaches that have coached, no, sorry, eight or more games. Eight or more games in a single season. Jeff Saturday, who will be coaching his eighth game on Sunday, is the only one of the nine to not lead the team to a better record in the interim than the coach they replaced. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah I you know what and I'm uh I'm guilty on this one I'll take the L gladly on this I I kind of had figured look interim coaches in general don't do all that great anyway so what's the big deal uh it's kind of a big deal I feel at the very least Nick Foles might feel like it's a big deal because uh, Nick Foles almost got murdered by Kayvon Thibodeau the other day yep. and I blame I partially blame Nick Foles because he should have Realized that a blitz was coming and he needed to get rid of the ball, but I also blamed—I just blamed Jeff Saturday for the fact that the running back, <laughs> the running back, like ran past two free rushers, yes, um, to, to get out on his route <laughs> like, <laughs> on their way to Nick Foles. It yes. was uh, and then and that was the infamous. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau doing the snow angels and then the slea fans. The oh, by the way, the Steph Curry celebration. It's the go to sleep, but it's the Steph Curry celebration. Well, yeah, so, but
0: it, it, Steph's not doing it because he knocked a guy unconscious or pulverized his organs. <laughs> I,
2: I, I know, I know, I know. There's a bad look for Kayvon. I actually went, I did a YouTube video on this yesterday, and um, it ended with me, it ended with me, <laughs> it ended with me going back to watch a game from 2010 in which Ryan Clark claims that he was. Uh, he was doing a rain dance around uh, Muhammad um, uh, Masakhi as he got knocked out by James Harrison. So uh, and it, oh, and he gee. was. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, it was it was crazy. I don't know if you remember this. It was a James Harrison hit of Muhammad Masakhi over the middle. And it was just brutal. I'm Trying to
0: remember, Muhammad was he? He was a receiver for the Browns. Am I right about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Case uh, Colt McCoy threw this pass. Okay. Well, that
0: sounds about right. <laughs>
2: 2010, and it was so gruesome. And the funniest thing was, there's was a flag on the play, and the announcers were chatting about what the, you know the flag and whether there'd be a suspension or a fine. Uh, official comes up to announce the the penalty, and it was. Uh, delay of game by the center for kicking the ball. Alex Mack, we got we're trying to clean this game up. Alex Mack, you can't be, you can't be kicking that the ball. That was a flag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. But yeah, Harrison ended up getting fined for it. But anyway, Ryan Clark's big point. Just take a quick detour into the whole Kayvon Thibodeau things. Ryan Clark's point was, hey, he did a river dance. <laughs> Around Muhammad Massacre, because he was so excited. Mike Tomlin told him to shut up or to stop it. Um, you know, and it, this was, they were still trying to clean up the illegal hits in yeah, 2010. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it was that yeah, the part, what I took from it was, you know, James Harrison, he would always own it. He would get mad at the league, but he would own what he did, mm-hmm. where Kayvon Thibodeau is acting like, oh, I didn't. I didn't even realize that he was injured next to me. I've got – Sean, I slowed the video down. He looks over to his right, sees that Nick Foles is injured – changes the arc of his right snow angel hand as he continues the celebration for four more snow angel pumps it was uh it was pretty bad it yeah was pretty bad.
0: oh yeah. yeah well and then, then he's just so indignant about it in the media this week too like yeah
2: yeah that's what I'm saying yeah he's that yeah
0: he's I'm a like savage kind of- and I'm supposed to do this and grr ha rah, rah.
2: yeah yeah like that just own it own it say yeah uh, yeah I shouldn't have done it and uh, yeah I knew he was injured but you, sometimes you get excited and rambunctious
0: Yep. yeah yeah Jeff Saturday was all mad because he owed linemen, didn't go after Kayvon Thibodeau, didn't stick yeah. up for their guy, Nick Foles. So again, Saturday, is going to be coaching his eighth game this week on Sunday. He's the only one of the nine interim head coaches who have coached eight or more games in a single season to not lead the team to a better record in the interim than the coach they replaced, which means
3: in the upper quartile of winners were in the top quartile of that upper quartile I don't think so I don't he's think in that's the, so. well he's in the top quartile of losing games
0: He so he's the he's the best
2: That he, was God God bless Twitter cuz that was the response that some guy left <laughs> to it and it was like uh, I was like oh you that's right. and He wasn't even a Colts fan I was like that's oh right. you you glorious son of a bitch. How are people this smart wasting time on Twitter? Like, I, like, <laughs>
0: That's how I remember. Now now I'm remembering it was you that sent me that because you, you texted that to me. And you're like, this is an elite response.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was the top quartile of the top quartile.
0: Hey, let's go back. Let's go back in time, shall we? And um, let's go back to Jim Ursay's press conference when they introduced or when they announced <clears throat> that they would be hiring Jeff Saturday as the interim head coach. And Jim Ursay, here is Jim Ursay bragging about his hiring acumen
3: it's an intuitive thing there's no rule book that tells you now now you should make a change now you shouldn't it's something um for being in the league 52 years it's intuitive um you know I've been thankful I I've never hired a losing head coach in my life uh the last interim head coach I hired became a Super Bowl winning uh coach Bruce Arians so Um, I've been fortunate and blessed, um, on the path of, uh, bringing in, um, coaches, whether they're interim or, or head coach.
0: I think the streak is over, Seth. I think he's, uh, well, unless and this is what other
2: Colts fans are saying. Look, um... I think Jeff, if Jeff Saturday ends up delivering that, that team a franchise quarterback by way of being an awful interim coach, right. it would be very easy for Colts fans to say, hey, we get to keep loving Jeff Saturday. I think in, interim coach, I would actually say uh, interim coach might be the best job for a former great player of a franchise to take because... If you do great, then you just cement your legend. If you do poorly, people are going to be very forgiving of you. Nobody in Indianapolis is going to blame Jeff Saturday for this being a lost season. Do you?
0: That's an interesting one about them drafting a quarterback. Do you? Do you think the Colts, when they're healthy, I was looking at the roster this week just because I'm, you know, this game. This game is going to take place on Sunday, so I wanted to be somewhat educated on the opponent. Um, they've got some big names that are injured and have been injured for all or most of the season. Shaq Leonard's their best defensive player. He's been out for most of the year. One of their best, him or DeForest Buckner. Um, Similarly on offense, it's Quentin Nelson or it's Jonathan Taylor, but Jonathan Taylor is the bell cow. He's, he's the guy that everybody was talking about rushing for 2,000 yards coming into the year. He's been banged up all year. The story on this team coming into the season was, man, they've got a roster that's ready to win at a high level if they could just find a quarterback the roster is going to look very similar next year and presumably be much more healthy than it was this year. Do you see them using the right now be the fifth pick in the draft on a quarterback with a roster that, that uh, is, you know, if that, if healthy is probably a, Better than average? I'm, I don't I know if you agree I mean, well, with my assessment of their roster. I guess I should ask well, you Well, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, okay, so what's your solution at quarterback?
0: I Well, Derek Carr, you know, like the, yeah. the, the next in the long line of Colts bridge quarterbacks. Right,
2: exactly. Like, I, I got to think at some point they're kind of tired of of bringing in a, a veteran that's disappointing or not highly sought after for whatever reason and saying, like, hey, maybe we'll, maybe we'll salvage the best of you here.
0: And they, they may not get a look at picking in the top five again for another Son couple of
2: years bitch you know who it's gonna be damn it who it's tom brady it's gonna be to tom the colts
3: brady.
2: yeah it's you an, think it's, it's an indoor stadium
3: oh
0: okay yeah you think yeah indy if you were brady would you go play in indy or vegas
2: vegas yeah Amari, oh gosh yeah Devontae adams okay good So Brady's going to go to Vegas. Yeah, and he's
0: got Josh McDaniels there. Of
2: course, I don't – yeah, man. Well, and they – Jarrett Stidham's a free agent. I feel
0: like – man,
2: I wonder, in their heart of hearts, if Jarrett Stidham – Jarrett Stidham played a very aggressive game against a very good defense in the 49ers. And he threw a couple of picks, one of which was a tipped ball, you know, batted by a defensive lineman. So, you can credit the defense. Don't necessarily blame the quarterback there. He – he had another pick that was, as he was, like, I would blame on him because he didn't have pocket presence or understanding, so he just lofted one up when he didn't have to. Um, he had another very near pick that could have been his fault, but he was doing it versus a really, really good defense. Like, this week, they don't play the 49ers defense, and I'm, I'm interested to see how Jared Stidham does. I wonder if Josh McDaniels, if Jared Stidham does really well, will think, oh, boy. We shouldn't have shown this to the rest of the league because Jared Stidham's a free agent, and we could have just maybe we could have hemmed him up for uh, a, a reasonable deal where now they might have some competition. They,
0: they they might. You're you're um, and I'm not saying you're wrong by doing this. It seems like when you and I talk about Jared Stidham, you're putting a lot of stock in last week's game and potentially this week's game. Well,
2: I'm putting a lot of stock in it partly because they didn't bench Derek Carr for no reason. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think they benched Derek Carr because they assumed that they would lose. Well, they probably assumed they were going to lose with, to the Forty ers regardless. Um, if, if they had to, you know, think realistically. But uh, I, I think that he wanted to see what he had in Jared Stidham at the very least, yep. and that it, they don't—they probably don't know exactly what they're going to do. Um, but it would make a nice. I, would Jared Stidham stick around, knowing that Tom Brady's going to come in for what he claims is his last year or something? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my guess is Jared Stidham's just probably, I don't know, he could probably go to the highest bidder, I guess. And Not, not yeah. that there's going to be a Stidham bidding war or anything like that, but, you know, you strike while the iron's high. He's, and he's going to have film against two of the better teams. I mean, like you said, against the 49ers last week, they play the Chiefs on Saturday yeah, this week. I, look, I know it's, it's weird. I feel like
2: this is because it's fresh and it, would, it happened at the very end of the year. There's plenty of precedent for guys having one good game and getting a respectable contract as a quarterback in yes. free agency. And we're living in an era now. Let's remember when, a, when the most notable ones of those happened, like Rob Johnson or Matt Flynn, um, or that happened back when you could still, like, there was some level of success drafting quarterbacks in the first round. This This decade has been abysmal in terms of quarterback success rate drafting high in the first round, I think the Raiders might just say, well, yeah, okay, what are we going to do? Waste like two or three first-round picks at some point looking for a quarterback or take Jarrett Sinem right now and give him a hefty, you know, a nice three-year deal?
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, One of Landry's fears, Landry did that Armageddon uh, scenario yesterday for the Texans, Yeah, and his Armageddon scenario is that, uh, that the Texans go all Patriots south and sign Jared Stidham here as the starting quarterback.
2: I'm all for it. I'm Team Stidham. I'll have t shirts made. Landry and I will do battle over, uh, over the, the future greatness or failure of Jared Stidham. I like it. I like I it. I like this kid, man. I, I think he might be a little too brave for his own good, though. He takes, uh, he takes a lot of hits. Takes big takes hits. A lot of hits? He's yeah. tough. He's tough. He's playing
0: against the 49ers. That's what they do. They hit you.
2: Joey Bosa. Yep. Nikki Nicky Bosa. Excuse me, Joey.
0: Do you, uh, do you want to listen to some more Jim Ursay? floundering in a press all conference all day long That's okay I let's do. let's hit the i tried box. to make
2: love to jim Ursay uh pause it right there ben on the cut pause it yeah. when you
0: cut that up pause it right after jim Ursay. i try yeah. to make love to jim Ursay. End of the Actually, cut. All right.
2: Um, I'm not. Ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Of course not. Uh, so like older men. What? Yeah. <laughs> here's Jim.
0: Older men who drive around with suitcases full of cash in their He's got cars. Got a jet, right?
2: right. What am I going to Oh no, I'm straight. Okay, yeah, let's go. When else am I going to get on a jet? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Here's Jim say about crunching numbers, baby.
3: Expectations are high here. Look, we're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. All right, that means in the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile that's rare air, and <laughs> we've earned being there and um uh what we've accomplished speaks for itself i don't I don't have to crunch numbers to. To say what we've accomplished.
0: Thank God. Thank God you don't have to crunch down. Do you? Hey, well, there, which by the way, remember the math
2: was wrong on that. The upper the upper quartile, of the upper, upper quartile is top two. Top two. That, that's so, yeah. that, That's <laughs> that was going to be my question
0: to you, Seth. Okay, legit question. Do you think Jim Irsay knows what a quartile is?
2: I would think so. Do you? What think was he, the actual stat at the beginning that he said?
0: He they have the fourth highest winning percentage of any team in the league since two thousand. So
2: which is yeah. so it's the top half of the top? quartile. It's the top
0: half of the top quartile, right? So yeah. that leads me to believe. I think that Jim Merce doesn't know that a quartile has number specificity to it. He just thinks it's a... It's a
2: like a section. It's
0: a strata. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like well, like when you
2: say decimation, technically it's ten percent. Yeah. But like sometimes you just say like ah, you decimated him. Like you don't you don't use it exactly. Right. So he's uh, no, he doesn't get a pass on that because he said specifically the upper quartile of the upper quartile. (laughs) To to be clear,
0: I'm not giving him a pass. I'm pointing out how stupid he might be. That's
2: that's all. (laughs) (laughs) That he's a billionaire (laughs) that. (laughs) <laughs> He's a billionaire that might not even, it, it, and anybody out there, if you don't know what a quartile is, no big deal. I Actually, I hesitate to almost explain it now that we've been making fun of him. But basically, the top 25% or something, like a quarter, you know, the top 25%. Okay,
0: what percent of our audience do you think doesn't think know, what a, could, uh, doesn't know what a quartile is? You know, That's, really? like a, that's understandable. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Lots of people just have, there's a lot of
2: really smart people that have trouble with math. I'm, you know? I'm,
0: I'm just, I'm, I'm asking. I'm, I'm, you I'm just, can't
2: change your own oil. I'm not smirking,
0: yeah. I'm, as far as you know. it's. Uh, um, one more from Jim Ursay. This is Jim Ursay sticking up for the coach that he had just fired that week. Less
3: than half the league, uh, 18 teams, including Pittsburgh, you know, haven't uh, had a winning season, been in the playoffs two out of four years, and won a playoff game. So, um, uh, if, if anyone wants to kind of diminish anything that that coach did, you'd be wrong because your opinion really doesn't matter. What matters is is the facts. You know, we we live with those facts. Either you win or you lose. You know, the numbers don't lie, as we always say in the locker room. You are who you are. You are what your record is.
0: Okay, talk about a cherry pick stat, Ben. Play the beginning of that one more
3: time. Less than half the league, uh, 18 teams, including Pittsburgh, you know, haven't. Uh, had a winning season, been in the playoffs two out of four years, and won a playoff game.
0: Okay, what? What? Okay, he goes, less than half the league, 18 teams. The league is 32 teams. Less than half the league is six. What is up with this guy's math? What the hell
2: is wrong? Sean. What? Sean, he's a billionaire. <laughs> okay. If I know one thing it's that I've learned in my life, it's that if you're a billionaire, you also have wisdom in every other area of okay. life. Okay. Yeah. Like Why would you question a billionaire? Look at what he's achieved.
0: Just don't dare tell me that our audience, people in our audience may not know that 18 teams is not less than half of 32. Just don't it gets tell me that. It's confusing
2: when you start talking in double negatives the way you are. I've, I've You're your city slickster, fast-talking way. He's just a simple man from <laughs> Baltimore and Indiana. I'm out here playing yeah.
0: three-card Monty with everybody. Yeah, Rolling dice, absolutely. Sean, yeah. this is a
2: kid who was uprooted from his... I'm sure, very expensive private school in Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. And uh, he had to leave. in the, the. His dad smuggled him in a moving truck oh in the middle God. of the night off to the, the vast wasteland that is Indiana. Listen to you. Okay? And then he had to figure out what was what, which quartile was what quartile, where half of this and half of that was. Yeah, still in, working on it, apparently. In a state where barely anybody can even read, Okay.
0: Less than half the teams in the league including Pittsburgh 18 teams What 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 was the drive by Jim Ben I know we're up again one more time just the less beginning
3: Less than half the league uh, 18 teams including Pittsburgh Okay stop know, right half...
0: there What was it what's with the drive by on Pittsburgh right there What did they do to him What did they ever do to Jim Hersh? <laughs> less than less than half the teams in the league 18 teams
2: what was the. So less than half the teams. So 18 teams have what?
0: Play it
3: again, Ben. Less than half the league. Uh, 18 teams, including Pittsburgh, you know, haven't uh, had a winning season, been in the playoffs yeah. two out of four years, and won a playoff game.
2: Yeah, he so, does. So the thing. The problem is sometimes they're saying, look, I can relate. He gets turned around in the middle of sentences sometimes. In his mind, he was thinking about how less than half the teams have achieved what he's been able to do. Yep. But as he got stuck on that, visualizing that less than half the teams, he kind of flipped it up and started talking about what that, uh, that, 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 that amount of people. I'll have, accept that yeah. as an excuse. Yeah. No,
0: you're right. I'll accept that as an excuse. I mean, he
2: knows he's just, he gets lost a little bit, a little bit. Little he's bit. an
0: old man. He's, he's is he old. He's, is he, I, is he's he an old man. He looks like who, he's that. an old man who lives a young lifestyle. Yes. Yes, I, I got to
2: be honest with you. That's why that's one reason I know that billionaires are superior and should be trusted um, in everything. Everything that they. Everything, weigh in on. right, right. Because so many of them, like Mark Cuban and others, like they do seem to be able to, uh, like, continue to burn the burn the candle at both ends. A lot of energy. Somehow, yep. like long. I stopped being able to drink excessively about ten years ago. Yep. Uh, like ten kids. Not that you should, ever should, but I mean, like, to the point where I get like, like. Grand Mall seizures and massive depression if I drink too much the next day. So it's uh, I, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed.
0: In, no doubt, no doubt. All right. Um, update on Demar Hamlin, and it's good news. What does this mean? What does this mean for the playoffs? Could we see an AFC title game at NRG Stadium? That is next.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?